you ever find yourself stumped when someone asks you what you want for Christmas because you are the ultimate gift giver? In this episode, we're exploring the what do you want for Christmas question when you are the ultimate gift giver. It's time to unwrap the mystery of your own wishes and put a bow on the gifts you can give to your future self. So let's get started. Welcome to the Dental Life Podcast, where we explore how you can have both a successful career and a meaningful personal life in and outside of your practices without sacrificing one for the other. I'm your host, Beth Heilman, former dental office manager turned certified life and health coach. And I'm here to help you navigate the challenges and opportunities that come from being a dental professional. Let's get started. I used to be in the same boat. Love the joy of giving more than being on the receiving end. I made sure everyone else was taken care of. Everyone from my kids, my husband, my parents, my neighbors, our dental team, the oral surgeon's office, the endodontist, all of them. But I was too tired and exhausted to even consider myself. A few years back, I hit the reset button on my perspective. I realized sacrificing myself, putting everyone and their dog in front of me was not noble. And it doesn't have to be an either or situation. That's some BS society has imposed on us and it's time to leave that behind. I can be thinking of all of them and me. And that feels so much better. So instead of sidelining myself during the holiday rush and drowning in the chaos of like pointing fingers at my surroundings for this emotional roller coaster I always seem to be on, I decided to take back the reins. Now I've mastered the art of gifting my future self, which turns out those presents you get to enjoy today. So I'm here to sprinkle some inspiration your way and get you on board with the self-gifting celebration. As you tune into this podcast, I truly hope you are soaking up all the Christmas holiday vibes. I recently shared with you my secret to conquering this year's final month is in slowing down. Right now, my schedule is filled with holiday festivities, with family and friends indulging in all the delightful holiday feasts. I'm preparing some time to spend with my daughter and son-in-law with a Christmas ham and a spread of all their favorite sides and desserts. And I've scheduled a marathon of Hallmark movies because let's be real, who cannot resist those? And there's a lot of work sprinkled in all of that. But from now until next week, you can find me cozied up by the fire, Christmas tree, the twinkle lights on there, cuddled up in my new faux fur blanket. Oh my gosh, it's so soft. And then the snow outside, we're expecting to get a bunch this weekend. It is seriously like living a Hallmark movie in real life. Now, I hope you too are enjoying your own holiday festivities and celebrations. As we get started on this week's podcast, I want to give you a little backstory about my holiday gift-giving evolution. Way back in 2001, I took my family to New York City for Christmas. This was right after the Trade Towers bombing. 
New York was really feeling the aftermath and not having tourists there. They were offering killer deals. The one we did was pave the town red, white, and blue. This package, it was a steal. It included a room in Times Square, tickets to Phantom of the Opera, a dinner cruise around the city on this fabulous yacht, all the sightseeing, the rockets at Radio City Music Hall. We toured Central Park in a limo. The kids got to go and play at FAO Schwartz. We went to the Empire State Building, all of that stuff. And it was magical. As I recall, we we got to New York on something like the 17th or 18th and then arrived back home on Christmas Eve. My kids were like eight and 10 at the time. And as we went through the financial district, there were still signs up from missing family members. You could even still smell the smoke in the air. The trade towers were cloaked in this big black fabric because they were still going through all the rubble. I thought it was very important for my kids to witness all of that. But what caught me off guard about that trip was the unexpected joy of the slowdown. Because we left on whatever the 17th or 18th and were returning on the 24th, everything on the Christmas list had to be completed before we left. And we left all that hustle and bustle of holiday shopping behind, and we were free from all that frenzy when we were on our trip. We truly enjoyed being with each other. And that trip started a family tradition that we continued until my kids graduated college. Because we planned to be away for the holidays, it allowed us to sidestep that shopping chaos and savor genuine family time. It was during that trip I had the epiphany that slowing down allowed me to wrap up the year and finish stronger. It was an unexpected gift to my future self. That has become another tradition that I love, and that is sharing gifts with my future self. I want to share some of the presents I have for her that go beyond the tangible in hopes that it will inspire you to consider how you would love to give to your future self as well. One of the gifts I wrapped for myself and who I am becoming in the future is a commitment to my values. Not just words on a paper, but the guiding principles that shape your life. For years, I played around with the idea of values, but it was really just idealized words I had written in a notebook. Now, I've cranked the volume up on that and made a full on commitment. These values are like the architect, the lens that I design my life. I make decisions and build relationships, especially the crucial relationship with myself. Gone are the days of defining myself solely by my achievements and just ticking off goals. I ditched that chase your dreams at all costs mantra because let's be real, it was costing me more than I had bargained for. It cost my physical, mental, and emotional health relationships I cared about, and my peace of mind. Now I consider how I want to feel in the pursuit of my dream, how I want to show up in the world, and most importantly, why those dreams matter to me. It's not just a game changer. It's a whole new game. This newfound relationship with myself isn't some little flimsy facade. It is a fortress that protects my peace of mind and my mental well-being. No more 
molding myself into what others expect. I stand strong in my values, the values of possibility, connection, support, honesty, generosity, and fun. Every decision now goes through those values as a litmus test. Make sure that my journey aligns with the me I'm proud to be, past, present, and future. The second gift I've given my future self is a strong emotional life. So one of our holiday adventures was to the big island of Hawaii, and we stayed at the Waikoloa Village. Now, this isn't your average resort if you've ever been there or seen it. No, this is next level fabulous. You would take a boat ride to all the different buildings and restaurants and activities. Now, here's where the metaphorical magic happens. That boat, while it seemed to be as if it were under the control of the captain, it was really like a Disney World ride on those rails. The driver, well, he was more like a glorified tour guide. He was there for show, not actually steering that ship. And you know what? For the longest time, that was me in my emotional life. I was on this track, going through the motions with the illusion of control, being in the driver's seat. It was purely for show. My emotional life was outsourced and on autopilot, and I was merely a passenger, not the one who was captaining my own ship. Little did I know how important my emotions were. They drive everything. They're the reason we want anything in our lives. And that's because of the way we want to feel having this thing or the way we want to avoid feeling by not having stuff. I held no responsibility for my emotional life. It was totally outsourced to all these external metrics. The scale, the digits in my bank account, the numbers ticking up or down in our practice. My feelings were at the mercy of these external forces. But the transformation, just like that boat ride at Waikoloa Village, I learned to break free from the mindless emotional track I was on. Now, I'm not a passenger in my own life anymore. I am the captain, navigating all the twists and turns with intention. Because let's face it, My future self is deserving of a life way too fabulous to be on autopilot. I gifted my future self emotional strength, a life where my internal compass now guides the path, not all these external metrics. When you build a strong emotional life, listen, you can weather any storm and move forwards towards your future with purpose. The third gift I've given my future self is wealth. But hold on, we're not just talking about stacks of cash here. As I mentioned in last week's podcast, for the longest time, I downplayed the role of money in my life. I had thoughts like, it was just not about the money. In the practice, it could be coconuts we were collecting. It was like I was channeling this inner day Ramsey vibe. Yet when I envision my future self, She embodies a generous, wealthy woman, not just in monetary terms, but in abundance of thought and freedom from financial scarcity. That's why I've gifted my future self with a whole new perspective on wealth. It's not just about dollar signs. It's about cultivating a mindset that goes beyond limitations. Look, I grew up with money as an ever-present concern. 
always feeling like others had more. It has taken a lot of inner work and introspection to understand and get clear on my money mindset and to allow myself for my money philosophy to be different than my parents were. It took breaking free from those chains of scarcity thinking. I ditched that mental drama around money. And look, regardless of how much I had growing up, it was never enough. I know my future self sees money as simply a scorekeeper that reflects the value she creates in the world. I've developed a loving relationship with it, breaking free from its past ties and embracing a future-focused mindset. Wealth for me is not just about currency. It's about being rich in thoughts and thriving relationships. And here's the truth I want to share with you. You could be a wealthy person regardless of your current circumstances, regardless of your past relationship with money, regardless of your bank account balance. They don't define your wealth potential. In my mental health mastery program, you'll unlock the secrets of excellent mental hygiene and learn the skills and tools to become a wealthy person in every sense, regardless of your starting point. It is a transformation gift I get to enjoy daily, and I've witnessed countless others experience it too. Because my friend, wealth is a mindset, and you are more than capable of embracing that. And finally, I get to get ready to pop that metaphorical champagne bottle. Because the fourth gift I've given my future self is the art of celebration, a gift I regretfully kept wrapped up for way too many years. I was so tangled up in that hustle culture, relentlessly chasing those ever-moving goals. In the past, if I'd reached a goal faster than expected, instead of celebrating, I'd convince myself I wasn't aiming high enough. And then on the flip side, If I didn't reach a goal, I'd play that loser playlist on repeat. It was all about the destination with no acknowledgement of the effort I'd invested along that journey. Not anymore. Now I throw a celebration for every twist and turn in my journey. No more postponing joy for some elusive point in the future. I've learned that celebration isn't just an afterthought. It is a vital ingredient in crafting this life you genuinely love. For me, those days are gone when I was too mentally and physically drained to even think about celebrating. Now I break that champagne out frequently, toasting not just to all these big grand achievements, but also those small victories, the glorious little messiness of life. Why limit celebrations just to the holidays when you can make every day a party? I've discovered the more you celebrate, the more reasons your brain finds to keep the party going. And here's a little secret. You don't have to wait for an event to occur before you celebrate. I pre-party regardless of the outcome. I celebrate the beginnings, not just the endings. That's the name of the game. Why be a person who celebrates one day when, when you can be a person who celebrates one day now? This shift in mindset directs your brain to seek out all the reasons for celebration in every aspect of your life. No more waiting for the everything to be wrapped up and perfect. 
celebrate the journey, your progress, the imperfect beauty of now. It's time to be the conductor of your own celebration symphony. So, what are you giving to your future self? It is so fun. I'd love for you to share your gift list with me over in my Dynamic Dental Professionals Facebook group. That's where we're going to continue the celebration. So, whether it's over in the Facebook group or on next week's episode, I hope you have a fabulous week and I'll talk to you soon. Hey, have you had a chance to download your free copy of my mental hygiene checklist yet? Visit BethHeilmanCoaching.com to get your copy. It teaches you the practical skills you need to achieve the same level of excellent mental hygiene as your dental hygiene. Don't miss out on this valuable resource for both your personal and professional growth.